This episode is part of a little mini series that I'm putting together for Thyroid Awareness Month uh, during the month of May in Australia to help raise, obviously, thyroid awareness. So this is a break from the normal style of of the Let's Talk Thyroid podcast. They will still, uh, there'll be a couple of normal episodes and stories throughout this month as well. But I am doing a little Thyroid Basics mini series to cover the thyroid basics, what the thyroid is, how it works, what can go wrong with it, what symptoms to look out for, how it's diagnosed, how to manage and treat, how to build a support team uh, across about five or six different uh, little episodes. So I hope you find these enjoyable, shareable, and enable you to understand your own thyroid health a little bit more and to share it with family and friends who need to know a little bit more about their thyroid health too. Welcome to Let's Talk Thyroid. I'm your host, Annabelle Bateman. This podcast is here to offer you hope and strategies for your own thyroid health. I'm a thyroid coach, author, and patient. I've had Hashimoto's for well over 25 years, and I'm very much on this thyroid-friendly lifestyle journey with you. For more information, go to letstalkthyroid.com. Hello everyone, Annabelle here. This is episode five of a little mini series of podcasts that I'm doing for Thyroid Awareness Month. We have been talking really kind of about thyroid basics uh, and this video is all about triggers and treatments. I realized that I probably should have covered triggers um, earlier than this. So this is going to be triggers and treatments. Uh, That is like what triggers a thyroid condition? Like what are the common things that lead you to getting a thyroid condition? Uh, and then, of course, treatment. How do you actually treat a thyroid condition or the different thyroid conditions? What are the options? And um, both medical and lifestyle I'm going to dive into. And again, remember, these videos, they're just short and sweet. Uh, there's a lot to unpack in each of these topics. And so if you're looking for more detail, you might want to grab a copy of my book, Let's Talk Thyroid, uh, which is goes over all these basics that I'm covering in these videos and also in a lot of depth, how to actually live what I call a thyroid-friendly lifestyle. You can grab a copy of that via my website, uh, letstalkthyroid.com or Amazon. So uh, triggers. So when we talk about triggers, it's kind of like what are the root causes? What's the underlying kind of reason why you might um, develop a thyroid disease? And there's lots of different things and there's no magic kind of one thing. Um, usually people have their own little unique collection of um, maybe predispositions and then a specific trigger. So, and it's actually difficult to actually test for these things and know for sure. So some of it is about being able to look back and connect the dots. Uh, and But it is really helpful to be able to do that because if you can work out what are the things that may have triggered or caused or contributed to your thyroid condition, then they're things that you can learn how to manage, reduce, remove, change so that it doesn't keep, keep being triggered. Uh, and... Yeah, so it is really important to be able to look back and think, yeah, these are the sorts of things that I think might have contributed towards me having a thyroid condition. Um, I am running at the, uh, from the 1st of June a Write Your Thyroid Story little five-day challenge. Um, so if trying to connect the dots uh, and doing it in a purposeful way sounds appealing to you, then um, keep an eye out for that. 
But here are some common triggers, and we're talking here specifically about autoimmune disease. I mean, when we're talking about thyroid conditions, the vast majority are autoimmune, Hashimoto's or Graves, so that's what I'm going to cover here. So you do need to have um, a genetic predisposition. Uh, it, you, yes, so this is where thyroid conditions often do run in families, particularly down sort of mother lines, it seems. Um well, more women get thyroid conditions. That's probably why it seems like that. Um, so if your mum or sister or aunt or cousin has a thyroid condition uh, or daughter, then, you know, be aware that you may have a genetic predisposition. Um, significant changes in hormones are common trigger periods. So things like puberty, I think that's what it was for me. Pregnancy, very common um, trigger for um, an, for thyroid conditions and perimenopause, menopause. So, so those key hormonal shifts are common times when people are diagnosed. Um, so that's kind of a common trigger. There are definitely lifestyle factors that contribute towards thyroid disease. So things like being sedentary, but also the flip side to that, like over-exercising, over-training, um, constantly it, eating not enough calories and over-exercising. That, that is a common story. Um, smoking, alcohol, um, you know, they, they can contribute, as can unhealthy relationships, because actually stress is a really significant contributor to autoimmune thyroid conditions. So whether that's chronic stress, like being in a, um, a long-term unhealthy relationship, whether it's a peak, um, an, a, an acute stress, like uh, a separation, a death of a loved one, a loss of a job, a, a, a move, like you move house or countries or schools or um, jobs, they, they can be stressful events that can trigger, um, that can, can trigger. so that's stress and trauma. Um, there can be food triggers. Um, so typically dietary proteins are common triggers. Um, so things like um, gluten, uh, casein, more so than the lactose in dairy, it's the casein usually, um, eggs, uh, lectins. So that's um, so there's a big conversation all in and of itself. But if you are constantly eating those foods that can cross-react with thyroid tissue and contribute to leaky gut, that can be um, a recipe for <laughs> a thyroid disease. Um, within that too, a pro-inflammatory diet, so eating a lot of processed food, high inflammatory foods, um, a lot of sugars, alcohol, they, they um, yeah, processed food, artificial colors, flavors, toxins, they're, they're contributing factors. Um, iodine is a vexed issue within the thyroid circle. So too little iodine can cause problems, but so can too much. So it is definitely a Goldilocks, um, a Goldilocks thing. Um, exposure to toxic chemicals uh, is another um, is it yeah, exposure to toxic chemicals like plastics or BPAs, or perhaps you've lived on a farm and grown up around, um, you know, fertilizers and pesticides. I've spoken to people in the beauty industry, like hairdressers and beauticians that feel like their kind of exposure to a lot of toxic, um, chemicals has contributed to their thyroid condition. Um, definitely pathogens and infections. So like there's an infection connection. So, uh, EBV, Epstein-Barr viruses, a common um, a common infection connection, uh, but even things like hepatitis C, Candida, H. pylori, 
Um, and some nutritional deficiencies, so like not enough vitamin D, not enough zinc, not enough selenium, uh, they can um, contribute to kind of creating this perfect storm. So usually people will have a bit of a collection of those um, triggers and that is, um, you know, and then like one thing might happen and then, you know, you, 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 your perfect storm has been created. So being aware that of those different things can help you, as I said before, perhaps avoid them in the future or address some of those issues. So that is the triggers. Now, um, sort of separate to that, but in this triggers and treatments uh, episode, I want to talk about treatment uh, because there are different ways of treating um, thyroid conditions. And again, this is a massive topic. This is just going to be a brief overview. So when we're talking about an underactive thyroid, um, if your body is not producing enough thyroid hormone, then you you know, may well need medication to replace that thyroid hormone that your body is not producing. And there are a number of different styles of thyroid hormone um, medications. But I just want to say from the outset, taking medication is not failure. Taking medication doesn't, you know, isn't something with the thyroid health thing that if you need it, you need it. (laughs) You actually need thyroid hormone. And if your body can't produce it, you actually do need to take thyroid medication. It's not one of those optional extra medications if you need it. So the most common form of medication is um, synthetic T4, which around the world is called different things. It's levothyroxine. It's in Australia, eutroxig and um, oroxin. Um, so they, you know, but it's essentially it's synthetic T4, which your body then needs to be able to convert into T3. That's the most common form of medication, but there are others. Um, beyond that, that's a, you, you may have difficulty getting other forms of medication from your doctor if they don't know a lot about how to well manage a thyroid condition. Um, so just be aware of that, but also be aware there are other options. So if the T4 medication is not working for you, you might want to explore T3 medication, compounded T3, a compounded T4 T3, um, slow release T3, natural desiccated thyroid, which is usually a pig thyroid. Like it's a nat, it's, um, most similar to a human thyroid, um, hormones. So they're, they're the most common of your thyroid treatments. When it comes to um, treatment for Graves' disease, you've got that sort of anti-thyroid medication. Sometimes they remove the, the thyroid altogether. Uh, and then if that's the case, then you'll need to go on thyroid replacement medication. So the whole medication thing is quite um, complex when it comes, uh, particularly to Graves' actually. Uh, there's, you know, when you're talking about sort of removing part of the thyroid or really kind of squashing thyroid hormone production, some of that medication you can't be on for long periods of time. So it's something you definitely need to get um, good medical advice about. I have done a couple of um, episodes where I've talked to um, to people with Graves' disease and how they've managed it uh, or thyroid practitioners about Graves' disease. So just go looking for them on the Let's Talk Thyroid podcast. There are a couple of really great ones that do dive into the medication aspect. Aside from medication, 
and I'm going to come to this when we're in a later um, episode where I'm talking about living with a thyroid condition. But just know that beyond medication, there's a lot of diet and lifestyle um, changes that you can make that actually are, you know, I would consider part of thyroid health treatment and management. So making some dietary changes, looking at stress, mindset, um, how you unwind, reducing your toxic load, uh, doing thyroid-friendly exercise. There's a whole range of different diet and lifestyle components that do go into um, an overall thyroid treatment um, thyroid treatment plan alongside medication. So like I said before, it's not either or. Um, it can be both. And if you need medication, take medication as advised by your doctor. Um, but know that there's plenty of other things you can do as well as take the medication. And really the medication is dealing with, this is a case whether it's Graves or Hashies, is the medication is dealing with the thyroid hormone function. The diet and lifestyle in a broad sense is dealing with the autoimmune component. It's about reducing inflammation, reducing stress, reducing that inflammatory load, reducing that immune response, um, that cell protection, um, it's a protective response of the body and it's a, that's um, so that's the, where the autoimmune management comes is it tends to be in the diet and lifestyle elements. So there you go. There you have it. That is um, yeah, the triggers and treatments for thyroid disease next up in the next episode, which I think uh, we're up to maybe six um, after this, is I'm going to dive more into living with a thyroid disorder and all the different things that you can do to live well with a thyroid condition. This podcast, whether you're listening or watching, is intended to be positive and practical coaching style information, but it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure or prevent any disease, including any thyroid disease, and it should not be used as a substitute for proper advice from a qualified professional.